President Biden yesterday issuing an executive order that targets Israeli settlers in the West Bank who have been accused of attacking Palestinians and Israeli peace activists in that occupied territory, imposing financial sanctions and visa bans in an initial round against at least four individuals. Let's get up to speed on everything else going on when it comes to the ongoing conflict between Israel and Hamas. Let's head over to the Caridio Newsline. ABC's Jordana Miller joining us from Jerusalem. Good morning, Jordana. What else is uh, making headlines in this ongoing conflict? Well, all eyes really still on uh, Cairo. Hamas is studying the hostage deal, the the uh, framework that was presented in Paris uh, several days ago. Israel's waiting to hear Hamas's official response, and then there will be likely another round of back and forth on the framework. I mean, there's intensive talks. The parties are together. There's a push for a breakthrough, but we're still not there yet. Um, But many hoping that when President, uh, when the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, comes this weekend, perhaps next week, we'll be able to see uh, some real uh, progress on that. The first stage of this uh, three-phase deal would see uh, about 40 Israeli, uh, the civilian women, the elderly, and the injured released for about a six-week pause. So that would, even the first phase would be very good news. So uh, explain what the latest impact is from this executive order that President Biden has issued. Well, so I think the executive order is really separate and because the United States has been such a supportive ally during this war, you know, both in word and deed and not only diplomatically but militarily, we saw the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, release a very tempered statement saying, you know, this exceptional step was really, quote, unnecessary because Israel punishes those who break the law. Um but obviously, they don't do it well enough in the West Bank, where Jewish settlers really for years have carried out attacks against Palestinians with near impunity. I don't want to say no one's punished, but only in very extreme cases. For example, when a settler torched a house in the middle of the night and both of the parents and, and a child, a young child, were uh, burned to death, one of those uh, children survived. In that case, that settler was sent to jail. But there's many other attacks, whether it's property, um, stores, or physical attacks on Palestinians that go unpunished. Uh, And this all kind of peaked last year in a rampage on a Palestinian town called Huwara. Uh, That town had been um, the place where two Palestinian shooters had killed uh, two Israelis on a road. Uh, Nonetheless, There were hundreds of settlers that came into that town overnight and just wreaked destruction and havoc. At least one Palestinian was killed. And on the list of the four Israelis that the president uh, leveled these sanctions against is one of the leaders of that rampage on that Palestinian town last year. So clearly Washington sending a message to Jerusalem that it really needs to do better and do more to rein in settler violence against Palestinians, which is a growing problem. Yeah, and as you're planning for another, you know, visit from uh, U.S. Secretary Antony Blinken, I mean, what is the hopes as far as, you know, more, you know, kind of continued involvement in trips? I mean, how much can 
more be done before some of these ongoing peace talks actually have some kind of traction? Well, we've seen in the past that the United States has played a critical role in pushing these deals over the finishing line. So I think the visit of the Secretary of State will be critical. Um, And, you know, God willing, as we say here, he will be able to get the sides to show more flexibility and bridge the final gaps. Uh, The sides are trying to really agree on a framework how long are the ceasefires going to last in each phase? What is it going to take to get the Israeli hostages released? What ratio of Palestinian jailed criminals to each innocent hostage? Is it going to be three to one, five to one? In the case of women, we're hearing Hamas has asked for 100 to one. Um, and then, of course, the bigger issues, what happens to Hamas's leadership? Israel wants to, in the very least, expel them from the Gaza Strip. Uh, and sees no role for Hamas in post-war Gaza. Obviously, Hamas wants to hold on to power in some form in any way that that can happen. Uh, And then will the Israeli army leave the Gaza Strip entirely? Will they pull out of cities? Will they go all the way back to a buffer zone that they appear to be carving out, about a kilometer that runs on the eastern side of the Gaza Strip? These are all issues that you know, the sides are still trying to work out. And despite optimism, they're just not there yet. All right. Well, we appreciate the insight, Jordana Miller. Thank you. Thanks, guys. 